You are listening to the Boss Experience Podcast, a podcast with conversations about business growth, self-development, and maintaining a mindset to achieve business success. My name is Michelle Davis, and I am a business strategist and coach, and I'm your host. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Boss Experience Podcast. My name is Michelle Davis, and I'm your host. So I am sharing a bonus episode with you today of previously recorded audio. And in this audio, I am discussing the topic of money, money as it relates to your mindset. So, so often um, we don't realize that a lot of, you know, how we think about our ability to succeed in the world and, you know, our thoughts on money and success and wealth really come from how, you know, we were raised and our experiences. And, you know, when we think about all the things that we were told growing up, it impacts us and our ability to be confident in our journey as an entrepreneur. So if you've ever sat down and really reflected on where your beliefs stem from as it relates to, you know, how you manage your money, your thoughts about your ability to earn money um, beyond, you know, uh, what you would get in a nine to five or your thoughts on wealth and even your thoughts on, you know, how money is to be managed in your relationship all stems from what you observed and what you were exposed to as you were growing up. And that mindset is actually passed through generations and generations in our families. Um, It's what we see in society. And when I look at my family, you know, it really breaks my heart to think that so many members of my family, they lived a life of, you know, just going to work and paying their bills. And you know, they never really experienced or asked themselves, you know, you know, what are their dreams? What are their hopes? What do they want to accomplish in life? And that actually breaks my heart. It breaks my heart because they never really allowed themselves to even think about happiness being beyond what they were doing, you know, day to day, which was going to work and you know, working to earn a living and taking care of their families. And, you know, my family, you know, they did very a very good job of taking care of the family, but, you know, they never really allowed themselves to dream and beyond that. A vacation in most instances was, you know, traveling out of town to visit family. And, and for me, for a long time, that was my mindset you know, get graduate high school, go to college, get a job. And I never really allowed myself to dream beyond that. And, you know, I never allowed myself to even ask myself what made me happy beyond beyond what I was already doing in my life and, and in my career. And now that I'm older and now that I'm made a career change and, and I'm, you know, I'm an entrepreneur as opposed to my previous career, I am really starting to appreciate um, this transition and this new me, which really isn't that new. I've, you know, I've been in this entrepreneurial journey for a while, but 
I am really loving the fact that I am actually developing myself. I'm developing myself for the better in terms of the way I think about life, how I think about, you know, money, how I allow myself to dream. And I am so grateful for um, this experience because, you know, like I said before, a lot of my family members, you know, didn't get a chance to, to really allow themselves to dream and allow themselves to see that dream come to fruition. So I have a, you know, I wake up every day, every day with a lot of gratitude about um, my ability to have an, an opportunity to do that and to really, you know, see where my business is going to take me. One of the big things we have to do when we talk about entrepreneurship is we have to unlearn a lot of things. And, you know, some of those things are, you know, just our relationship with money and how we view money, how we manage money and how we envision what our worth as an entrepreneur in terms of what we charge, our pricing, you know, and uh, all of those limiting beliefs that we have around those things, you know, wealth and money, it all stems from our mindset our money mindset, and that stems from, you know, our family. So, and how we were raised and what we were exposed to, you know, growing up, it really shaped how we view those things. So in this episode, I break a few things down. I talk about negative money memories, so you can get a sense of where your money memories stem from. I talk about, you know, establishing money goals and and how to really clear your mind of all of those old fears and doubts that you have about money and viewing your your skills and your experiences as something that has value. So with that being said, enjoy this bonus episode. The goal here is to identify your old money fears, doubts, and issues. So this is where it gets really uncomfortable because speaking of money, you know, scares us because whether it's a societal thing, whether it's the way you grew up. And so, you know, we we don't want to talk about money. We want to avoid it. But the reality is our lives really evolve around our money and how we manage it. And most of the time, it feels like we don't have enough of it. And so we're going to dive deep about where those fears stem from, and how to overcome them. Because I think, you know, it's probably our goal, you know, for everyone. And I, and I usually don't speak for everyone, but I would say it's probably our goal to, you know, have a debt-free life so we can avoid the stresses that we carry when it comes down to money. And, you know, in throughout my life, I've I've kind of felt like, oh my God, every time I I bring money in, I'm bleeding money out. So how do you get control of it? You know, I felt that way as a single mother. I felt that way just at different parts of my life. And it wasn't until later that I really understood the value of money. And it wasn't until, you know, I started my own business that I actually started to really allow myself to really look at like how I was viewing finances. So let's talk about your focus on negative money memories. 
And I think this is a good starting point because you need to think about like, where did your first memory of, of money and, and just how you feel about money, where did that start? And we often have hangups involving money from as early as, as childhood, particularly, you know, amount of money your family had and even how they managed money in your presence. So how did that affect you? You know, what is your, your money past? Did your family have a lot of money? You know, you had a, a childhood of abundance uh, or did your family struggle? And that kind of put the seed in your brain about how your relationship with money will be moving forward. Did you have a relative who insisted that any money not spent on essentials should be saved and that indulging yourself was irresponsible? That was my money pass. You know, I was taught that and any money that you had that you weren't supposed to splurge on yourself, that you weren't supposed to envision yourself as having any desires other than meeting your basic needs. These types of memories are often at the core of financial stress and they can last a lifetime if you don't deal with them. The thing is about relationships, you're both harboring your own beliefs about money and what it's supposed to do for you or not do for you. And when people don't talk about it or they bring in their, you know, kind of their own beliefs along with the, the way your family feels you should think about money or how you were raised and, and how you've managed money in the past, you're coming into that relationship with two totally different perspectives on, on money. And that's where the conflict arises. You know, in thinking about how we've handled money in the past and, you know, the conflicts we've had, we have to learn to forgive others plus ourselves. And although it can be a process that takes time, forgiving others for the role that they played in our financial stress can provide invaluable relief for moving forward. And the reality is, is that there's some things that we just have to let go. So the first thing you want to do is just kind of acknowledge your feelings and discover the root of your money mindset. Even though it will be uncomfortable, it's a necessary process to healing your mindset around money. So you have to acknowledge your feelings, um, move forward from the, from the grudges you may carry, be honest about your feelings and forgive yourself for prior mismanagement. And you have to feel worthy of wealth and abundance because we get all kind of squirmy when we think of ourselves as being successful. Like we can't or shouldn't strive or desire to achieve success. And most of the time when we're thinking about what's blocking money from coming into our lives, most of the time it's us or what's blocking abundance because abundance comes in more forms than just money. Um, most of the time we're blocking things from coming into our lives. We're not honest about like how we feel and we're not giving ourselves that outlet to talk about how our mind, how our mindset and how our beliefs are holding us back. A lack of confidence certainly plays a role in the eternal struggle of believing that, yes, you do deserve everything good that the world has to offer. But getting over your confidence hump and getting and getting over that imposter syndrome, you have to get honest about what you're feeling so that you can move past it. Although you can't change the mistakes of the past, 
Acknowledging that you have learned lessons from these mistakes can certainly help propel you toward a future of financial growth. The other thing you want to do is establish some, you know, some money goals. And when you think of goal setting, you always want your goals to be specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time bound so that you can see yourself accomplishing your goals. Anytime you have a business, you need to have revenue goals. How much do you want to bring in? You know, how much are you already bringing in if you already have income coming in from other sources? Don't be afraid to set these goals for yourself so you can begin to visualize and set high goals beyond what you ever thought you could achieve. So when you think about money, you also want to think, where does your money go? In addition to setting a high goal for your monthly income, you'll also want to set aside some journaling time and space for deciding what you want to spend your money on. Too often we view our money goals as abstract ideas that will pay off in unknown ways. When you know what you'll spend your money on, you'll be better better able to refine exactly how much money you want to make. Let me ask you a question. How would you feel if you were where you want to be at this stage in your life, both career-wise and financially? I know the last few years have been pretty rough for people, and you may have felt like you're working 40 hours a week only to struggle to pay even your basic bills. Or maybe you were frustrated because you had to miss your kids' extracurricular activities or one of their performances because you had to do something for work. Or maybe you just like to plan a vacation where you don't have to hope and pray for a tax refund or that you win the lotto. I know exactly how you feel. Not too long ago, I made the transition from a lengthy career in nonprofit services to a full-time online coaching business. Hey, my name is Michelle Davis and I help women turn their expertise into an online coaching or consulting business that replaces their nine to five income. And I just created this video sharing three things that enabled me to go from a 20 plus year career in nonprofit services to actually replacing my nine to five income with an online coaching business. Just head over to ceoblueprintacademy.com. That's ceoblueprintacademy.com to watch it now. Okay, back to the show. Set aside essential items first, like your rent, your utilities, or your mortgage, food, and other necessities. And and focusing on, you know, paying off debt will all pay significant dividends in the future. However, everyone is entitled to splurge a bit as well, as self-care is critical for maintaining a healthy body and mind. You also want to set aside, you know, some entertainment for yourself. You work hard for your money and there's no reason you should deprive yourself of desiring you know, to benefit from your hard work, you know, whether, whether it's, you know, giving yourself a treat, you know, or saving, you know, for that new bag, whatever it is that you think you want to do related to having a money goal or, you know, that's self-care related, absolutely do it. And so many times we get into the mindset of just depriving ourselves of just living life and really enjoying life. And you, this is about turning that mindset around, making that mindset shift. The other thing about money journaling is it's best done as a daily activity. 
And it does, really doesn't work if you only kind of track your expenses once a month. You need to like get in tune with your money goals and what you want on a daily basis. And you really, really want to make it a habit so that you can forge a daily plan of action is you want to create some new beliefs around money. So it's often said that money can't buy happiness and viewing money as a solution to all problems is a dangerous mindset. And that's why I said, you know, we get caught up in this you know, I want to make six figures. I want to, you know, um, have $10,000 months. And we set that as our bar for success. And we have to really dig deeper. And is it, what is it that we're really trying to do so that we can track it and gain control of it? And instead of being afraid of financial problems, tackling the issues head on, don't be afraid to deal with your money issues. Tackle them head on so that you can seek out the resources that are going to help you get past it. So make sure you're consistent so that you get the results you want and celebrate your wins to make sure that you stay motivated to stay on track. This is where you get to get honest about how you're feeling, what you're feeling, where your feelings stem from as it relates to money. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Boss Experience Podcast. I hope you enjoyed that episode and I hope you came away from that episode with a lot to reflect on. And I encourage you to really sit down and, you know, reflect using a journal. Um, Some people create money journals. Other people create, you know, just reflect on, you know, things in in their personal journal you know, get in the habit of writing your ideas down and and really reflecting on what your vision is for your future. And journaling is a form of planning because you're allowing yourself to get all of the thoughts outside of your head and to be able to review them and reflect on them so you can get a sense of direction of not only where you are, but where you're going. So with that being said, that concludes this episode. Thank you once again for tuning in. And I Can't wait for you to tune in to another episode of the Boss Experience Podcast. Take care and be well. Thank you for tuning in to the Boss Experience Podcast. Don't forget to leave a review for this episode and tune in next time.